Welcome to Beyond the Field, a property and finance series powered by Money Empire. The content you're about to hear is designed to educate and inspire you to tick off your property and finance goals. And when we say beyond the field, we mean your field, whatever that may be. Money Empire is an experienced financial advisory firm with over 10 years experience. We deal in this world day in, day out and want to give you, the loyal listener, exclusive access to behind the scenes of the property and finance industry. We've helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys, everything from first home buyers right through to managing clients with extensive property portfolios from New Zealand and abroad. Each week, BTF includes special guest episodes. We chat with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, sports stars, and the stories of everyday people. Now it is your turn to take back control of your future. So kick back and absorb. My name's Kane Wallstrom. I'm Goran Lonka. Today we're going to talk about... um, Auckland's new million dollar suburbs and uh, we see a lot written about this um, and a lot made about house prices so Goran I know you have some stats and data on this kind of stuff so look in the greater Auckland region where the median property value crossed the million dollar mark in the last 12 months and there's an abundance of these so I mean I'm just going to single out a couple of the top ones this is year on year right so if you look at Huntington Park in Manukau, it has gone up by 40%. 40%. Whangaripo, 45, Stillwater, 45, and Parkery in Rodney has actually year-on-year year increased by 78%, um, which is staggering. So change year-on-year year in dollars, 525000 So basically what that means is 12 months ago, if you bought a property out there, I'm talking the medium property, um, you know, for 525, these stats show that, um, you know, everything being equal in terms of property and size and stuff, um, the latest median property value out there is 1.2 million. The ones that I look at and I think, yeah, I can understand why are your places like Point England, which is on the boundary of GI or Glen Innes. Mm-hmm. We know there's so much development around there, around state houses getting bold and brought in developers going in and building townhouses. Um, there's a lot of infrastructure going in there. Um, those areas I can see why they're they're growing Um, I also see obviously only hunger um, on this list Um, my personal opinion is only hunger still has the opportunity to grow dramatically and it it has gone already it's it's interesting you say that because and and I have cemented this in my brain from the first ever podcast and our first ever guest Peter Thompson when he said and he was asked what areas are still yet to boom and one of those areas that he said was only hunger and I thought to Mm -hmm. myself wow only hunger is not cheap but I do agree that it's got a little way to go you've got to just have a look and take a drive through there to understand what uh, Peter Thompson is talking about there and you can see the upside of that place I, a lot of the stuff here in terms of stats and, and these changes um, also depend on the unitary plan so for example like Point England like you say a lot of those houses like if you take Jellicoe Road or Pilkington Road which goes from you know Glen Innes through to Point England down to Pamua there's a lot of businesses that are on one mm. side of there so um, you could actually depending on the unitary plan and, and developers are really good at doing this mm. buy a section and i'm talking like a big section and put 
you know, 10 high-rise apartment buildings on them, which I know for a fact has happened across my across my um, old man's workplace on Jolico Road. So looking at this, we've got over 50 suburbs now across Auckland that are average house prices a million dollars. We've got suburbs that um, probably in yesteryear um, didn't get the, I suppose, the exposure of growth, um, but the infiltration of developers, of the unitary plan, um, of transport, schooling, all these type of things, and young families infiltrating them um, is really, I suppose, applying the blowtorch of growth um, for that area. As we always say, time in an asset will buy you gains over time, naturally. Um, There is no right or wrong way to do this or to invest in these areas. It's just about doing your homework, um, understanding if the purchase is for a prime security, being it's a family home and you're paying down debt to create equity anyway, or if it's a true investment, doing your homework on the area, on the, the suburb, the street, um, the future plans of that area, the transport systems, the educational systems, all that kind of stuff to understand future growth. Things like this are just inevitable and it's just going to keep happening. We're going to sit here in a year's time and go through another 20, 25 suburbs, you know. So, I mean, in, in this day and age in the market, you know, price is what you pay, value is what you get. I think the next one that we roll out um, on suburbs, it would be really good to get regions across New Zealand and get data on that. And some of those two are astronomical. Take Gisborne, for example. Year on year, it's gone up by like 50% or something as a whole. It's, it's incredible. And so I think we should comment on those as well in the next podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on this episode and hundreds more, you can visit us at Beyond the Field Podcast on all social platforms. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field.